Welcome, everyone, to Light Warrior Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Karen Can, and I'm also the author of the number one bestseller on Amazon called Guide to Healing Chronic Pain, A Holistic Approach. And my mission is to help that 20 or more percent of people who are highly sensitive really hone these actual gifts as a superpower And so today's show is going to be talking about top mistakes that sensitive souls make, keeping them anxious, overwhelmed, and exhausted. And um, if you are interested in a mini reading or healing related to some of these things, you know, just being overwhelmed, not feeling like you're making a difference, not knowing where you're going, you know, who you are, feeling overwhelmed, This is a great opportunity for you to potentially get a mini healing and reading from me. And we'll actually be doing some group healings today as well. So anyone listening to this show on the archives, on the replay, if you're open to it, you can actually receive the healing frequencies as well. So cool or cool. So the number to call in to ask a question or to get a mini reading is 818-514-1190. And just hit the one on your dial pad so we know your hand is up. I'm also going to be opening the chat uh, in a moment. Now, sometimes the chat doesn't like to open for whatever reason. It just does its own thing. So if I'm able to open the chat, I will do that. So, again, the number is 818-514-1190 and hit 1 so I know your hand is up. And um, the way we do it is that I'm going to talk a little bit first about the top mistakes that sensitive souls tend to make. And then uh, after you get the big picture, then I'm going to be asking Source to give me some feedback as to who we are going to be doing mini readings and healings today. So I see that a bunch of people have their hands up. Awesome. Uh, You can also uh, write your question in the chat. looks like it is coming online right now. And, um, you know, if I don't pick you, please don't be upset. (laughs) Um, Just understand it's whatever's for the highest and greatest good. And it doesn't mean that you won't be positively affected by what we do in the group healings today. Uh, So we're just going to ask what's the highest and greatest good. So what I'm doing on my end is I'm doing what I call divine muscle testing. It's part of the Topican healing method where I'm just connecting to source and um, getting into that stillness place and then just asking questions. So I'm going to be asking source like who, which number to unmute and in what order uh, for the highest and greatest good of all. Yeah, so it looks like the chat is up. So I'm just going to write in the chat, hi, everyone. You can certainly ask a question on the chat. And if you're on the phone as well, uh, you can just let me know, um, you know, what your area code is uh, in the chat in case we do want to um, unmute you. Okay, so let's get started. Let's get this party started. (laughs) So top mistakes sensitive souls make. Well, let's go and define what is a sensitive soul first. Now in research, Elaine Aaron, PhD, had figured out, gosh, back in the 80s, I believe, a while back, uh, that about 20% of the average population is highly sensitive. Now what does that mean? So these folks are people that are sensitive to, say, for example, smells. So when they go into a specific room or place, they can be overwhelmed by the smells there, like going into a shopping mall or going into a place where there's maybe perfume or chemicals. They can be completely overwhelmed and feel 
sick to their stomach, want to vomit, want to run out of there, you know, can't breathe, you know, that kind of thing. Now, is it just people with allergies? No, not necessarily, because uh, there are some other telltale symptoms as well, or, or telltale, you know, signs that you might be one of these 20% of sensitive souls. So the other thing is they tend to not really like really loud things. So loud in terms of like noise. It's not that anybody likes noise pollution, but some people are really tolerant of that. Like they can live in a city where there's jackhammers and there's buses and that kind of stuff. And then there's the sensitive souls who really are disturbed by that. Their system is stressed. So when they hear that kind of noise, like they tend to be people that love like being outdoors by a river or being alone, you know, when it's just nature, and walking in the woods, they love that. They survive on that. They feel great in those areas. And it's very, really, they consciously realize, wow, I feel so much better out here. Um, so they're very sensitive to noise. They can be sensitive to light as well. So, for example, me, myself being a sensitive soul, I do not prefer fluorescent lights. In fact, um, it just feels very strange and loud to me. I know that lights are not a sound, but to me, my energy system's like, ew, you know, I don't really like that. Now, there are some LED-type lights that do radiate uh, the spectrum of the sun. Um, full, they call them full-spectrum bulbs, and that definitely, I can feel a difference. It definitely feels better. Definitely later on at night, the blue light that comes out of the regular bulb whether they be fluorescent or LED or incandescent, the blue light is not appropriate when we're trying to fall asleep. So I find that I'm actually, you know, pretty responsive to the blue light, like, hi, I'm awake, hi, I'm awake, you know. And uh, so I actually have blue light blocking glasses uh, that I wear, and it definitely helps me feel a little bit sleepier at night so I can get to sleep easier, at least not work till you know, 1 a.m. in the morning, which I can do sometimes because I love doing what I do. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, so, you know, knowing what it works for you is very, very important. Some of the other things, for example, being sensitive to textures is another sign. So um, I can tell, for example, that when I wear uh, organic cotton from one of these companies, they're called Wearpacked, uh, wearpacked.com. So they are a um, they source it with uh, you know this particular cotton, and the people are paid you know good wages you know for making these clothing. And when I put that clothes that that type of clothing on, I can feel the energy in my body going, ah, you know. And so when I wear other types of like athletic clothes or leggings or things like that that have a lot of synthetics and lycra and stuff like that, my body doesn't feel as yummy. Let's just put it that way. So, you know, sometimes it's necessary to wear stretchy clothing um, or waterproof clothing, but my body doesn't like it as much. So textures, some people can be really sensitive. Like if you're one of these people that cannot stand the little tag at the back of your T-shirts or shirts and you have to cut them out as soon as possible, <laughs> you might be a sensitive soul. So we just talked about some of the senses. But what about emotions? You might be a sensitive soul if you're one of those that can walk into a room and just, you know, notice that, ugh, it doesn't feel good in here. Like, and sometimes when people have argued, even if they're not physically there in the room, you can feel like a heaviness in the room. It doesn't feel good. Or you might enter a bar or a party or a stadium and suddenly feel, like, drained 
like your your body is just drained of energy. And you're like, what the heck is that? Or you feel very anxious around that. So there's a lot of so-called low vibrational energies around when there's a lot of people because a lot of their quote-unquote stuff energetically is uh, within their aura and being sensitive, you're able to actually sense those things even sometimes miles away. Uh, children that are diagnosed with uh, so-called uh, attention deficit, uh, I would say um, across the board, they are sensitive souls. So they can pay attention, even though they're not supposed to be paying attention, to something that's a mile away, something that their mother is feeling when she's at work, you know, uh, somebody's dog, you know, having a bad day in the, you know, in, in the house next to the school. I mean, they can sense all that kind of stuff and wonder why they can't pay attention to the teacher when they're asked to sit there you know, uh, in a desk in this stuffy room with no plants and tons of electromagnetic radiation from computers and tablets. Why they can't pay attention? <laughs> you know, like really? <laughs> you know, put them outside and have them explore rocks and trees and all that kind of stuff, and they do just fine. You know, so the environment doesn't fit the sense of the soul sometimes, um, and it's not supposed to necessarily. So the other signs and symptoms of sensitive souls is you can kind of feel what other people are feeling. We talked about that emotionally. Uh, but sometimes you, you can even take stuff on from other people. So if you tend to be a, a, an emotional sponge, that is a, definitely a big cause of overwhelm and feeling crappy in your life. And so um, that is very, very common among us sensitive souls. You know, as children, and if you're still wondering, gosh, am I in that sensitive soul category? You know, as children, were you the child to, you know, feel bad when another child got in trouble at school or, you know, if the teacher's having a bad day, you might come home with a tummy ache or a headache or you might feel anxious or when there's a test, even though you know all the answers, you know, and, and you're a good student, you feel anxious taking the test and you don't know why. Um, are you the one to cry at commercials? Or quite easily when someone tells a sad story, are you there? Are you empathizing with them immediately, even without knowing that you're doing it? You know, so there's a lot of other signs of sense of souls. Those are, you know, those are come of some of the common ones that occur. And a lot of sense of souls don't realize that their sensitivity is actually a superpower. Now, what do I mean by that? Now, if you're able to sense energies to that degree, that is a form of intuition. However, if you're overwhelmed by it, it means that your intuition is kind of drowned out in a way by so much intuitive information coming in. It's like you are, you know, it, it's like dumping like buckets and buckets of information on you. And um, you're not realizing that, gosh, it's actually really cool to be able to sense things from a distance or sense how people are feeling. But if you're sensing too much, then it becomes a curse, so to speak. For many people say that it feels like a curse um, or it's not really a curse, but it just, it's not managed. So it feels like a burden and you're just overwhelmed with energy and, you know, and your life can be miserable, especially emotionally when this happens. So number one mistake that people make is they don't know that their sensitivity is not something to erase, not something to, like, fix, because that's who you are. But it's actually a superpower. 
So I want you just for a moment to acknowledge that. If you're one of these sensitive souls, acknowledge that, that your sensitivity is a superpower. You just don't know how to manage it. That's all. It's like, you know, uh, it's like being given, um, I'm going to take a superhero analogy here. It's like being, you know, a superhero with great power, and you just found out overnight you're a superhero. So we'll take Spider-Man as an example. So here's a kid. He he overnight ends up, you know, developing all these muscles, and he can walk on walls and swing, you know, uh, web, you know, from building to building. Well, you think he did that well when he started? No, he crashed a lot <laughs> into buildings. Yeah. So because he hadn't done it before, right? So he's learning how to use his superpowers. So that's one of the things I'm passionate about is helping sensitive souls get out of that, you know, chaos, overwhelm, anxiety, you know, and really learn how to harness and hone um, and discern, you know, their superpowers so they can use it as a superpower. So let, let me give you an example of how you use it as a superpower. And you can do this right now if you want to. And a lot of times it, it means knowing, you know, who you are and who you are, and we'll get to that mistake in a moment. But as a superpower, imagine this. So you're working in a company. Just imagine you're working in a company, and, um, you know, the, the, the boss says, we need to help with, you know, sales, okay? And, um, you know, they want to get together and brainstorm. You know, what would, you know, what, what would help, you know, uh, them get more customers, right? And as an intuitive, sensitive, and everyone that's a sensitive soul has this piece, whether they think they do or not. So as a sensitive, you could literally tap in to the wants and the needs and the emotions of the potential customers. Get that information. Then communicate that information in a clever way to your company leaders and to the team, or even come up with creative survey ideas based on your sense of what it is that's needed and be able to communicate that. And you would be, like, so valued, (laughs) especially when, you know, they they do the survey or whatever and they find, oh, my gosh, he's right or he's right. Um, You'd be incredibly valuable. So think of yourself as in the old days, uh, in, the, in a village, in a village where, you know, there was a medicine man or shaman. So the medicine man or shaman is there to help, you know, the growth and evolution of the village um, and sometimes would warn the villagers if some war was happening or coming. Why? Because the shaman could actually sense or feel the energies and feelings and emotions of the other tribe that might be fighting, you know, you and, or that, the tribe, right? So if the medicine woman could sense that and say, okay, we're in trouble, we need to move, we need to get out of here, you know, the rest of the village is like, okay, we will do that, right? But think about this. Is the shaman, the person that's going out to hunt, the kill for the rest of the tribe? No, the shaman does the shaman's job. The shaman is a holy person, right? Is the shaman there to, you know, farm or clean up poop or, you know, um, putting up tents or any of that stuff? Generally, no. 
the shaman does what the shaman does well. And here's the thing. You, as a sensitive person, are expecting yourself to be like everyone else and to do what everybody else does, to be insensitive to those things that other people are insensitive to because you want to be normal. And that is a big mistake. Your sensitivity is your superpower. You are not meant to be normal. And normal, by the way, is highly overrated. So think about it. From the shaman perspective, you would rather be the shaman of the village where everyone, you know, cooks for you, cleans for you. You know, I know that's not realistic, quote unquote, you know, in our modern world. But they elevated the shaman to the highest degree of respect, right? The highest degree of respect next to the chief. So your skills are very, very important, and you play a very important role in our community. So learning how to get your sensitivity to a superpower level is vitally important and part of your soul mission, whether you like it or not. It just, that's what you signed up for. So that's one of our big mistakes. The second mistake I want to cover is that part of the overwhelm, anxiety, et cetera, is that you're feeling too much stuff. I think most of you know this already, but the, the mistake people make is they cannot discern their stuff from other people's stuff. Sometimes it's not even people. Sometimes it's entities you're feeling. Sometimes it's Mother Earth issues you're feeling. Sometimes it's mass consciousness, which is like the collective unconscious energy that you're feeling. And you, you think it's yours. So you're depressed one day. You're you know, anxious one day. And you're like, oh, I'm so anxious. And you go to the doctor and they give you pills. And you're trying to medicate yourself out of feeling other people's stuff. Guess what? It doesn't work. It doesn't work well. You might numb some of your symptoms temporarily, but it is not a sustainable solution. And every single sensitive soul person that I know that has been on, you know, medications, they're not doing well. It, they're not thriving is what I'm saying, you know. Numbing out is one thing and maybe temporarily may be helpful to take medications. But it's not the long-term solution because you just have not honed in and harnessed your sensitivity to be a superpower. So you keep feeling other people's stuff, drugs or no drugs. So being able to discern is this mine, isn't this mine, is super important. And that's some of the stuff that we, you know, uh, work on and train in some of my programs, Sensitivity SOS program, which is a foundational program, and then in the upcoming um, Light Warrior training in September in Omega Institute, we're going to be working more on that. So that's the big error number two is you can't, you have no way or understanding of how to discern your stuff from other people's stuff. You get overwhelmed with other people's stuff. And then the third piece is that you don't have healthy boundaries. <laughs> and part of that is, is that sensitivity keeps expanding and that, that the gift keeps expanding with what I call the ascension process. So higher and higher energies are being introduced to our lives and Mother Earth and the whole planet. And, yes, there's a lot more light. And, yes, you know, you are, your spiritual gifts are opening up. But a lot of you aren't even realizing that, that, that your spiritual gifts are opening up, and that's what's causing you some discomfort. Because I have so many students who go, oh, I want my intuition to open up. I want my spiritual gifts to open up. I'm like, they are, girl. <laughs> you just haven't been able to manage them. That's why your life is crazy. So you can't ask for more of what you can't manage. It's like the analogy of the, the little girl, you know, the little two, three-year-old goes to the ice cream store with her dad and looks, you know, says, I want an ice cream cone. Dad says, sure, you know, so they, they give her an ice cream cone with a big old blop of strawberry ice cream. She walks out 
and drops it. So as a loving and wonderful father, she said, Daddy, you dropped it. He's like, oh, no worries. Let's get another one. So they go to the store, and the little two, three-year-old says, oh, I see the triple-decker. Like, she sees the triple-decker, right? Daddy, what's that? And he's like, well, that's the triple-decker. There's three ice cream. And she says, oh, Daddy, 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 I want that. I want that. I want that. That's equivalent to you saying, I want more spiritual gifts, right? I want more gifts to open up. And what does a loving father do with the two-year-old that wants the triple-decker? Does he give her and buy her the triple-decker? Or does he realize that she can't manage the single, right? So why would he cause her to fail and be even more miserable by giving her the triple? So a loving father would say, no, honey, let's, let's do the single first, you know, and see how you do <laughs> And basically, we'll say no. So the universe may say no to you when you're not ready and you're not doing what you need to do to manage your superpowers. So if you are overwhelmed, you may not understand that, gosh, I don't have healthy boundaries. And then you're like, well, how do I have healthy boundaries, right? Like, how do I make healthy boundaries? So... You have no idea, and that, that is a big mistake. If you have no idea how to, first of all, figure out which boundaries are unhappy or unhealthy, and if you don't know how to restore them, uh, that could be a major problem because you're always dealing with other people's stuff, and that is not cool. Now, unless you're supposed to, but for many of you, it's very, very specific who your soul mission is to help. It's not everyone. It's not everything. So, when I've been working with one-on-one and also groups and our programs, the boundaries that I talk about commonly that are very important are the emotional, mental, energetic, spiritual, and dimensional boundaries. Now, we don't have time today to go through what each of these are because we've explained some of these in other programs and done some clearings and healings related to that. Now, the physical boundary, of course, is your skin. Okay, your physical boundary is your skin, um, so to speak, but the other are like your auric field and other types of, you know, emotional boundaries, mental boundaries. So if you don't have healthy boundaries, that means other people's stuff, whether it be energetic, emotional, spiritual, dimensional, you know, can interfere with your life and make you not only unhappy and anxious and overwhelmed, but actually unhealthy. Because your auric field, if it's dirty, if it's, if it's not balancing properly, um, it will then dictate the energies and, and it's like a blueprint of how your organs, glands, and cells function. So eventually you get sick. So there are a lot of other, quote-unquote, mistakes that sensitive souls make, but those are the top three that I wanted to cover today. Number one, again, you don't understand that your sensitivity is your superpower and you're just not managing it. Number two, you can't discern your stuff from other people's stuff. So you're always dealing with other people's stuff and you have no way of, of knowing, you know, which is which and how to clear it. Number Three is you don't know how to have and restore all six of your healthy boundaries. You just think about relationship boundaries. Actually, that would be, you know, number six. The physical boundaries, generally, we're pretty good. We have skin, you know, (laughs) that's not open wounds. So the six of the others um, would be the relational boundaries. And you know what? With Topican Healing, you can test those things. And that's what we're going to go to now. We're going to do some mini readings and healings and just give you some examples of, of how we would do that using Topican Healing. 
So I am interested to see who there has their hand up. If you are on the chat, you can write your question there. And if you're also on the phone, you can let me know what your area code is. I'm going to go ahead and make a connection to Source right now. Okay, good. I'm getting a yes. And we want to ask Source, um, who are we unmuting first? Everyone's highest and greatest good. Okay, I'm going to scroll down. Okay, I have one here. Now remember, if you just were late on, onto the show, if you're calling in, you have your hand up, and even if we don't pick you today, just making attention to whatever healings we do on other people, you also receive as well, and that's same for the replay. Okay, so we have here area code 706. Hi, who's this? Hey, it's Tasha. Oh, hey, Tasha. <laughs> hey, how are you? I didn't know that was you. <laughs> It would be for the, everybody's highest good. Wow. So I'm hoping that this is my highest good too. I'm sure um, it is. That, you're good. You're good. <laughs> Your intentions are strong. <laughs> okay. Oh, so what's going on with you that we can help you with or support you with? So everything that you're saying totally resonates with me. Um, mm. So I've, I've I've been a lifelong autoimmune sufferer. I mean, eczema, psoriasis, most recently, um, plumber's disease, toxic multinodular disease, where my endocrinologist wants to have my um, thyroid removed. Oh, boy. And, um, yeah. And my biggest concern, though, is my youngest is he seems to be picking up on all of my autoimmune stuff. So my whole family is riddled with autoimmune stuff. So mm-hmm. just wanted to see if there was maybe anything I'm causing that maybe I need to heal for the family or just some insight. That is a great question, actually. Yeah, so there's all these different questions that we can ask about that. And, you know, um, in the autoimmune healing secrets program, um, and when we would do one-on-ones, we would check, you know, autoimmune score. We would check how many lifetimes, you know, if, if relevant, that you would, might be affected. We check, you know, how, how healthy your gut lining is, uh, the microbiome in your gut, the, uh, how many allergies and intolerances that you may have. Uh, and then we start doing Copagan Healing for all those different things, just to give people that are, you know, new on the show just an idea of some of the power of what we can do with the questioning with divine muscle testing. So what we're going to do today uh, is I think you've asked a really good question because it runs in the family. Let's see if we can find some sort of trend. Uh, now, of course, this is a mini healing, so it's not going to be everything, but if we can find something that is significant right. for your entire family, that may um, definitely have less of a burden. Now, would, uh, would you give me permission to just check in with your youngest child's boundaries? Absolutely. Okay, what's the first name? Lathan. Lathan? Okay. Yes, ma'am. Okay. So I want you just to tune in to Lathan in your mind here. Let me ask those. Are we allowed to know how healthy Lathan's boundaries are? Yes. Okay. So this is how I ask it. How many of Lathan's boundaries are not 100% healthy most of the time, Like, which means 95% or more of the time? One. One. Just one. Okay, well, that's not bad. could be worse than all five or six, you know. <laughs> okay, right. so what boundary is it 
relational, physical, mental, emotional, yes, one I would have guessed. The emotional boundaries, how healthy or happy is that on average? 50, 60, 71, two, about 72% happy, okay. And actually, so let's check yours. Natasha, how many boundaries do you have that are not 100% healthy most of the time? One, same one. Is it the emotional? Yes, the same thing. So let's check how happy are your emotional boundaries on average. 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, 80, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 85% happy. Okay, great. Now, here's the creative question we can ask. Is there something related to family, ancestors, anything like that, that might cause you and Latham to be, um, you know, sensitive to having your boundaries down or not completely sovereign? I'm getting a yes. Okay, so how many things? Uh, so we're, our intention is to help the whole family. So how many things are there that can clear or heal related to this? One thing. Okay. One main thing. Okay. All right. So what I'm going to do now, everyone, is I know you it's radio, so you can't see my screen, but <laughs> I'm going to put up what I call the Topican Healing Guides. Uh, this is part of the Topican Healing Training Program. And we have um, three guides that we can use just to give us some hints as to what it is um, that we need to heal. Now, is uh, what we need to heal in Topican Healing Guide 1? Yes. Okay, so these are low vibrational energies, and this might be ancestral, that wants to heal. So let's check. Uh, Now, I have a matrix in front of me. There's columns and rows. So I'm going to try to figure out, uh, using divine muscle testing, what category this is in. So for Tasha's family, is it column A, B, or C, B? Uh, Even or odd row? Odd row. Is it in row 1, the physical row? No. Row 3, the emotional row? No. Row five, the spiritual row, I'm getting a yes. Okay, so we've got 5B, is that correct? I'm getting a yes. Okay, so these are entity-related, so let's see if they're uh, in this timeline or others. So is an entity attachment? Nope. Cord, no. Tether, yes. Okay, so it's called an entity tether, sort of like a leash, actually. So an entity, for those that are new to the show, would be like a spirit uh, in this case, um, we're, we're saying low vibrational spirits. So this is in guide one. So these are low vibrational spirits. So the entity tether, is it attached to you? Nope. Nathan, nope. Okay. Uh, attached to something within you? Nope. Okay. Is it ancestral? Uh, yes. Okay. So it's ancestral. Whose side of the family? Mom's or dad? Dad's side. So your dad's side? Oh, yes. Okay. Your dad's side. And how many generations does it go back? More than 50? Nope, 40, 30, 1, 2, about 32 generations back. Okay. So the entity tether is attached to something ancestral? Yes. Mm. Is it an object? No. Is it a relationship? No. Is it just your ancestor? No. Is it a place, person, thing, uh, energy anatomy? Nope. Is it a part of your anatomy? Yes. Okay. Is it part of your emotional anatomy? Uh, yeah. Oh, should have guessed that one first. Yes. <laughs> so is it your emotional body or something within the emotional body? Yes. Okay, so there's a part of the emotional anatomy that's, like, passed down? Yes. Oh, well, news to me. Okay, cool. So I will just put here, I'm going to put my notes here, emotional anatomy. Okay, do we need to know the name of this quote-unquote, emotional anatomy piece. I'm getting a no. Okay. So, okay, so we have an entity tether that's affecting the ancestral line 32, whatever, generations back that affect you and your son's emotional boundaries. Correct. Does that impact your autoimmunity? Yes. 
I'm getting a yes. So what percentage of this impact your autoimmunity or contribute to it? Um, like 50% or more? Yeah, 60, 70, 80, 71, 2, 3, 4, 5. Yeah, so 75% approximately of your autoimmune issues are related to having weak emotional boundaries. So you may have what we call emotional autoimmunity, which then eventually triggers physical autoimmunity symptoms. Does that sort of make sense, Tasha? Uh, tons, yeah. Definitely. Okay, yeah. So we're going to go ahead and release it. So we're going to go ahead and open up the intention that anyone that has any sort of similar entity tether, whether it be ancestral or their own, alternate timelines, whatever, we're going to go ahead and just erase it. So let me just ask, is there something else you need to know before we do this successfully? No. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and do this for everyone. So Tasha, you can just, you know, um, make the intention for this to happen for you and all your ancestors and everyone else in the call can do that as well. So it's now commanded that this entity tether and all others like it be dissolved and uncreated in all timelines where you and everyone else exist in the highest and best way and all generations affected be now cleared of this and the whole filled with love and light. Thank you. Okay, so I'm going to double check here. So is the entity tether still there? No. Okay, is there a generational entity tether or anything similar causing contributing to emotional boundaries being unhappy? I'm getting a no. Okay, now do we need to do a reboot and reset, sorry, reboot and reset to restore your and Laban's emotional boundaries? I'm getting a no. So, okay, so let's just check what it is. So, Tasha, what's your emotional boundaries at this moment? 80, 90, 100, 100, good. And Latham's 80, 90, 100, less than 100. I'm getting a no. Okay, so I just wanted to do a double check. So right now your emotional boundaries are all 100%. And do you have any other boundary that's not? Okay, I'm getting a no. Okay. So that's pretty cool. Thank you for that example. Yay. And uh, Thank you. Yeah, you, can please, you are welcome. And, you know, please let us know if you found, you know, this helpful or if you have any, you know, tangible um Results, whether with Latham or you, if you wouldn't mind sharing on the Light Warrior Network, would love to hear, you know, uh, how it helped. Absolutely. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Okay, so I'm going to meet you now. So I'm going to go back to connecting and asking who else would be for the highest and good of all. Let's see, above or below, below that. Okay. This one, this one, this one, this one. Okay, and I'll, let me just announce the guest call-in number again. So if you're listening live on the show, the number to call in to potentially get a mini reading and healing is 818-514-1190. Again, it's 818-514-1190, and just hit one in your dial pad so I know that your hand is up. Okay. All right, so I'm going to ask for of the people that have their hands up because there are some people without their hands up that I'm getting a yes for, but you haven't put your hands up, so... Uh, we definitely want you to uh, want to have a clearing and healing. Uh, so let me start from the top again. Okay, so source, give me the number. Okay, so area code 701. This is... Hello? Hello. This is, uh, this is Kate. Hey, Kate. Okay. So what you got for us? Um, well, I guess I've always been a um, very sensitive um, person, but it I had a very, um, well, uh, traumatic upbringing. And then 
when I was 11. Um, I was eyewitness to a uh, propane explosion where um, someone close to me was seriously injured. And I didn't know it at the time, but um, I I know now I left my body at that time because I just couldn't... Mm -hmm. Sure. Couldn't deal. It was too overwhelming for me. And I feel like I've, you know, battled with anxiety ever since that time. And I've tried, you know, I've been to the medical doctor, got pills that didn't really help. You know, I've tried a lot of things. Um, so I don't know. If okay. Can... Yeah. So you've tried, you went to, it kind of sounds like you went kind of on a doctor road show you know, trying different things and pills, and but it's not really helping. Did I get that right? Yeah, supplements. I think EFT has helped some. Okay. So, but okay. I just... So what's your main symptom now, would you say? Like anxiety, or do you get the scene running in your head a lot from the past, or what would that, how would you explain it? I would say, like, just feeling anxious overall, you know, just, getting overwhelmed like I'm just trying to live my daily life and Mm -hmm. I'll look at everything I have to do the laundry I have to do this I have to do this you know it's like well why can't I just handle that why can't I just Ah, you know turn my stress receptors off and just but I'm thinking you know I'm pretty sure it's from what happened in my childhood Mm -hmm. okay great well thank you for that detail I appreciate that what we can do is actually, this is a, uh, a really good way to demonstrate this, we can actually ask the divine what proportion of your current symptom has to do with those residual energies from that event. I think that would be a really helpful answer. Would you agree if we need that? Yeah. 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 Okay. So let me ask, are we allowed to get a truthful answer to that question? Yes. Okay. Okay. So what percentage of your current symptoms, including everything you've talked about, have to do with unresolved energies or issues related to what happened to you at age 11, 50, 40, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Okay, almost half, about 45% um, has to do with that. So, um, okay, so so let's deal with that first. So the 45%, what is remaining to heal and completely resolve from that event? Uh, Is it in guide one, two, or three? Okay, I'm getting guide one, so those are low vibrational energies to clear so I'm going to pop up guide one here on my computer screen. Um, how many of these? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay, there's quite a few. So there's eight so-called low vibrational energies to clear or heal. I'm getting a yes. Okay, now here is the magic question. How many, Kate, do you need to actually be conscious of a no before it will clear? Zero. Okay, so here's the thing. Sometimes we get attached to, we have to know what the answer is in order for it to get fixed. And what we're being told right now is, Kate, you don't have to worry about what it is that needs to get fixed. We'll just fix this. So okay. in your mind, we don't have time to go through all eight to tell you what it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> but we can clear it in one fell swoop is what we're getting. Are you okay with that? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. So let me check. Is there anything else we need to know in order to completely clear whatever residual energies are from that age 11 event, 
getting a no. Okay. So I'm just going to make a broader intention so anyone listening to this show live or on the replay, if you have had any traumatic issues as a child or even that you can remember, make the intention that these similar things also clear from you. So I'll go ahead and do the Topic and Healing Directive. You can just um, receive and get that intention to receive, Kate. So it's now commanded. All these eight issues and any others for anyone else on the call that would be the highest, greatest good, be released, dissolved, uncreated, completely resolved, and balanced in the highest and best way, all directions of time and all timelines you exist with ease, speed, and grace. Thank you. Okay, so let me just check in here. Okay, so of these eight things, how many are not completely resolved? Okay, I'm getting a zero. Good. Okay, so those are, are there any memories of things that we need to resolve? I'm getting a no. Now, you've got 55% of other stuff, so let's see. What's the other 55% deal with? Like how many different things? One, two, three, four, five. About five things for 55%. Okay. Um, are there any strategies that we can give you that after you leave today, the radio show that you can uh, do with some sort of immediate results? Yes. Okay, would it be the clearing protection space formula? Yes. Okay, do you already have that, Kate? Um, the clearing yes. and protection space formula? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, okay. And how, how, how are you using it right now? Um, I have it just in a little spray bottle, and I've been, you know, spraying it around the house. I've been particularly... Okay. Do you spray in- yourself? Um, I have, yeah, and I spray my house plants. And <laughs> okay, okay, great. Okay, so let's ask, um, is there some other strategy related to that that would be more useful for you besides spraying yourself or your house? Getting a yes. Okay, what would that be? Would it be drinking it? Yes. Uh, how many ounces of charged water or fluid per day? More than 60, more than 50, more than 40. Yes, one, two, three, four. Okay, so 44 plus ounces of water. Uh, I would charge that with a clearing protection spray formula. And do you do you have any of my other formulas? Ascension one, ascension two, any of those? Um, no, I don't think so. No, okay, that's okay, that's okay. So we'll stick with this one. So the clearing protection spray formula. So what you want to do is you want to get a. And by the way, for folks that don't have this, you can get it free as a free download at LightWarriorSupport.com. Uh, LightWarriorSupport.com, all one word. So what you want to do is you want to set out like a couple of water bottles and put water in it um, and then play the MP4 and then direct your attention just for a few seconds, three seconds, to the water in those bottles. Let it run for at least nine seconds and then that water is charged. And then drink that throughout the day because that's going to start cleaning the inside of your energetic body, not just your auric field. Make sense? Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So let me just do, um, of the other 55%, uh, give me the number one thing that would be helpful for Kate to know about. Would it be about her sovereignty? No. Boundaries? No. Whose stuff is it? Uh, yes. Okay. So whose stuff is it? That would be the, the best question to ask and get an answer for you. I'm getting a yes. Okay. All right. So we want to know the, the highest percentage of, you know, why you're having anxiety. Like, is it yours? Nope. Okay. Your alternate self? No. Nope. Mother Earth? Nope. Mass consciousness? A yes. So this is mass consciousness. You're actually tapped in to the collective unconscious, which is very uncomfortable, let me tell you. Um, I sometimes tap in occasionally uh, and it's like, Bleh. 
Um, so you're feeling mass consciousness. Yes. Is that appropriate? No. Okay. Are you supposed to be feeling it? No. So you don't have to feel it, correct? Correct. Okay. So you're feeling mass consciousness is not appropriate, and that's why you're anxious? Yes. Okay. Okay. And uh, is there a reason why you're tapped into mass consciousness when you're not supposed to? Yes. Okay. Um, aside from not regularly maybe having the skill sets to discern it's not yours and getting, you know, clear on your stuff, is there something else you need to know? Okay, I'm getting a no. Okay. So, um, Kate, do you have this? Do you have the sensitive soul SOS program? No, I've been looking at it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let me ask if there's a strategy in there that you would be helped with. Would, for this particular issue, is there a strategy in that program that would be helpful for you? Yes. Okay, is there one that would, is not in the program that would be more helpful for you right now? Nope. Okay. What's the, what's the strategy? The astral connection one? Nope. Uh, waterfall? Nope. The stillness. Oh, of course. Yeah. Well, that's the most powerful one. So that's the stillness through observing internal movement. Then would that be able to release you from feeling mass consciousness and stuff? I'm getting a yes. So that one, there's um there's a free meditation on Pure Light Audio, Kate. If you don't already have it, it's a free app you can download on your smartphone. And then you can um, search through my stuff, and it's called Stoim, S-T-O-I-M. Again, it's free. Um, so it's uh it's it's like the basic meditation where it helps you get into that stillness place and in that place where you are one with the creator so to speak uh, zero point then anything that is not you starts to fall away and then you start to remember who you are and okay. so that's a really really great start and that uh, we talk we talk about that and train that in the program and then there's multiple other strategies that we have how to clear the field and yada yada in the sense of the soul program so I encourage you if it resonates to maybe get that, you know, just so you have some foundational skills um, on how to manage your sensitivity and then kind of go from there. Is that helpful? Yes, that's very helpful. Thank you. You are very welcome, Kate. Okay, so let me just um, meet you back up here. Okay. Um, all right, so... Okay, I'm doing. I'm just testing again, everyone. Okay, so who's next? Is it here? Here. Okay, Linda. So, hi, Dr. Karen. I'm also sensitive to high frequencies, and frequencies that are good for me get overwhelmed by the positive energies in my spiritual circle. The body reacts negatively to homeopathic remedies and recently to the X39 patch. Okay, so let's take a look. Now, Linda, are you, um, if you're on the phone, I'll unmute you. You can just let me know in the chat what your number is. And if not, that's okay, too. We can just do it by chat. So let's just make sure you don't have what we call um, a spiritual mirror or something that reflects uh, back positive energies but lets negative energies in. So I'm going to ask those. Are we allowed to know the truthful answer to this question? Yes. Okay. So um, is it true? Let's see here. Overwhelmed by positive energy. Okay. So uh, is it true that your body reacts negatively to homeopathic remedies? Okay, you're correct. It is true. And uh, is there a reason for that? Yes. Okay. Is that because um, of something in any of the guides? Yes. Okay. Is it in guide one? Yes. 
Okay. Do you respond so-called, does your body respond negatively to other so-called healthy, positive things that you should respond, you know, in a positive way? Yes. Okay. How many other things do you respond negatively to where that's not appropriate? One, two, four, eight, ten, twenty, forty, eighty, ninety, wait, eighty-one, two, three. Yeah, that's a lot. So eighty-three things. Is that in this timeline only? Yes. So these 82 things you respond to negatively when ideally it should be positive? Yes. Okay, well, let's do the opposite. So what about the positive things that your body should react positively to? Uh, how many of those things do you react negatively to? Okay, wait, did I ask the same question? Yeah, I think I repeated myself. Sorry. Um, let me ask a different question. You react negatively, that should be positive. So what about, okay, let's ask the opposite. So how many negative energies do you act, does your body actually uh, let in um, and does not process them as negative energy, but instead accepts it and lets it absorb in, et cetera, et cetera? Are we allowed to know the truthful answer to that question? Yes. Give me that number in this timeline, uh, 1, 4, 8, 10, 20, 40, 80, 90, 80, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 87 things. Okay, so these are things that should not be let in by your body, but your body does not, your body's immune system is not happy related to the, these issues. Uh, yes? Okay, so if we were to check what um, part of your immune system that would be, how healthy would that be, spiritual immune system? Yes, or some other type of immune system? No. Okay, so let's check your spiritual immune system. So on average this past, uh, say, week, how happy is that? 50, 60, 51, 2, about 52% happy. Okay. And um, is there something that you needed to know in order to make the spiritual immune system happy? Yes. Okay, so this one we actually had to ask questions and get an answer for you because you were at that responsibility level, your soul type probably, that you actually needed to figure this out or have someone else help you figure it out. So how many things do you need to know about before your spiritual immune system can be happy? One thing. Oh, good. It's not 10. Okay, one thing. Is that in the guide? Yeah. I'm going to go to guide one, two, or three. Guide one again. Those are negative things to release. Uh, Isn't column A, B, C, C, even odd, odd, one, three, five? Okay, so that's in the spiritual row. Okay, so is it a, a negative... Cord, oath, vow, curse, contract, mirror, shield. Okay, so a reverse shield? Yeah, that's what I was thinking it might be. Reverse shield. Now, it's funny, Linda, sometimes these things will not come up uh, and let us know what it is until it's time to let you know what it is. It's, it's just one of those things, you know? So depending on your symptoms, depending on what you, you know, have, um, have asked for, uh, this is the first time we've asked specifically for you about why you act seemingly opposite to what it's supposed to be. So in this case, we did find a reverse shield. I'm just going to double-check that answer. Is it true that Linda has a reverse shield? Yes. Okay, so this lets negative things in and blocks out positive things or causes the body to have a reaction, correct? I'm getting a yes. Okay, what percentage of people listening to the call live around the replay also have a reverse shield in any timeline that might affect them? 50%, 40, 30, 20, 10, 11. Yeah, that's a high percentage. So this is good. So we do this release. It's going to help other people with similar issues. Okay. So now do we need to know more? No. Okay. So let me just, just reiterate. The reverse shield is a spiritual imbalance. 
which is like I have something called that I've uh, nicknamed the Universal Shield, which um, is part of the Topican Healing you know training process and series and the, the MP3s, uh, Ascension 1 and 2 have them. So this actually creates a positive morphic field or vortex around you and within you to help clear and clean like entities and, you know, negative things. Okay, just to be simplistic about it. Um, And what it does is it prevents negative things from penetrating you and sticking to you, but it allows positive things in. So you can download positive morphic fields when you take homeopathics or positive remedies that are helpful. You will, your body will be like, oh, that's nice, (laughs) as opposed to fighting it, right? When you have a reverse shield, it's sort of fighting it. So it does the exact opposite of my shield. It lets negative stuff in. Now, in your case, it doesn't let all negative stuff in. It's seemingly selective. Um, but there's certain things, positive things that it keeps out as well. So we want to re- release that. So I'll go ahead and do that, and you can, everyone can just make that intention to uh, release that from you just in case one of you or another version of you and other timelines might have it. So it's now commanded that all reverse shields be dissolved and uncreated in the highest and best way, all directions of time and all timelines where you exist with ease, speed, and grace, and all the whole soul with love and light. Thank you. Okay, so let's check you, Linda. Do you still have this reverse shield? No. Do you have a similar shield in other timelines that we still can't get rid of? Okay, I'm getting a no. So, all right, cool. You have the universal shield. Yes. Did you already have that posomorphic field before we released the, the reverse shield? Okay, getting a no. So it might have started trying to activate, but the reverse shield is kind of like counteracting that. So now you have the universal shield right at this moment, correct? Getting a yes. Okay, great. Um, so the thing is, if we want to maintain our high vibration as much as possible, you have choice, Linda. Everyone on the call has choice. So what choices we make will affect how let's say, how, how strong, I guess, uh, or how well um, the positive energies work in our lives. So, for example, if you can't say no or learn how to say no, and the universe knows that you're at that stage where, yeah, it's time to say no, and if someone close to you or whatever asks you for something and you don't want to do it, instead of saying yes automatically like a knee-jerk reaction, you start learning how to say no Maybe it won't look nice at the beginning because saying no for sensitive souls is really hard, so it can kind of mess you at the beginning. If you're willing to learn that, willing to start doing that, then you're going to be more fully into your authenticity, who you really are. And in that case, these things get stronger. These positive morphic fields get stronger. It's like a habit. But if you constantly lie, which, is, which means like saying yes when you mean no, think about it. It's lying, okay? If you constantly lie, I've been there, poster child's hat, um, healing that. So if you constantly lie and say, yes, it's okay, when it really isn't, then you're going to weaken some of these fields. They're not going to stick as, as, as much, right? So we have to be really discerning and also um, learn as sensitive souls to really respect and honor who we are. Just because other people can do it doesn't mean we should be doing it, Okay. All right, so Linda, let me know in the chat how that feels. Um, and anybody else, if you happen to be on chat, you can let me know how that feels as well in case you happen to be one of the ones where we remove the reverse shield. Okay, so let's see. Uh, do we have time for another one for us? Uh, yes. Okay, so what I want to do before we go to the last 
person here is I want to share with you how excited I am um, about the Light Warrior Training Camp, which is September 22nd to the 27th. It is in upstate New sorry, it's in New York State uh, in a place called the Omega Institute. And uh, many people in the U.S., especially those that are, you know, in the spiritual realm, yoga, meditation, mindfulness, already know about the Omega Institute. They're one of the biggest wellness institutes, if not the biggest. Um, Esalon is probably, you know, just as big or bigger in California. You know, those are the two biggies, Esalon and the Omega Institute. Um, and, you know, very, very amazing uh, wellness leaders have done workshops there, including uh, Carolyn Mace, John of God, um, you know, um, Don Real, um, uh, Miguez, uh, sorry, <laughs> Ruiz, Don Miguel Ruiz, there we go. Um, lots of, you know, lots of great people. So I am very honored to be invited to do the training there. So this will be the inaugural one this year. We're hoping every year we do this training and help more and more people. It's the very first of this type at the Omega Institute. Okay, so this is going to be really, really different from everything else they've ever presented, and they're ready and open for it. The Light Warrior Training Camp, September 22nd to 27th, where we're going to help sensitive souls really start to harness those sensitivities as a superpower. So there's really something very powerful by being physically present with a whole bunch of other light warriors and, of course, myself, helping you get those superpowers honed and harnessed. So I'm, I'm really wanting every single one of you to come to that event. So the, the website you can learn a little bit more about it and register is karencan.com forward slash omega, O-M-E-G-A. You can also go to eomega.org and also search my name as the teacher. So karencan.com forward slash omega, and that will bring you to that page where you can register. And uh, what's really cool is one of my participants from last year's live event, Supercharger Healing Powers, he just called me and left a message the other day. He says, you know, he says, uh, my life has completely changed. So many things are happening for me, all these activations and, you know, powers. And, uh, and he said, um, I really believe that, that I can really tell my healing powers have really amped up. And um, he said, I really believe that it's from your event. And this is someone who does not, isn't on social media, so he's not really following me. He's not really participating in mini healings or anything like that. Uh, he's, you know, a little bit old school, but he came to the event. And um, he had an amazing, you know, an amazing journey. And so many people, we checked their power levels before and after. Power levels went up. Um, Kathy Homer, one of my friends who was there uh, measuring people with her biowell, noticed that people's uh, energy levels were through the roof. Uh, after the training, which is amazing, amazing. So being live makes a huge difference, and I hope that every single one of you um, is thinking about or able to make that. So karencan.com forward slash omega. Yes, and there will be some special things that we'll be gifting for people that um, register early, and I'll be announcing that later on. So if you're not part of the Light Warrior Network, uh, please, you know, um, find me on Facebook or, or just join the Light Warrior Network. Uh, Facebook group, you can just go to lightwarriornetwork.com and just click to ask to join, answer the three questions so we make sure that you're a real person <laughs> and um, appropriate for the group, and then we'll accept you into the group, and then we'll be announcing things uh, in there. So, uh, okay, Linda says on the chat, thank you so much. I really got emotional when you brought it up. Thank you. Feels like such a release. Okay, fantastic. Okay, so let's just check 
one more person. Um, first, can you let me know who it is we're working on next? Yes. Uh, this one, this one. Okay, so let's check. Oh, do we should start at the top again? Yes, okay, we're starting at the top of my list. This one, this one, this one, this one. Okay, don't think we've unmuted you yet. 970, who's this? This is Nan. Hey, Nan. Hi. Okay, oh, I'm so grateful. You'll love Omega. I loved Omega. I would love to be there. Yes, I so love Omega. Yeah, I've been there like seven times or something. <laughs> I just love it. Yeah. And, and I don't know what question to ask you. Uh, I keep on bringing in stuff from around the planet and elsewhere because, I don't know, I, I'm supposed to be in service to the entire universe or something. And mm-hmm. it's, I'm sensitive to these things floating around the planet that zapped me the other day, and I was just burning up. My hands, my feet, my bronchial tube, my eyes, my whole body was burning up. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, okay. I mean, let's, let's, let's put the sensitivity in the right place to help humanity instead of self-destruction, right? Okay, <laughs> yeah, let's take a look. So um, is it okay, Nan, if we tell people who you are, like your full time? Yes, ma'am. Well, can you share what your full type is? Well, you said you start. You said four, and then you said three. So I, I guess I'm a three and a half. Well, that's your that's your healing type. But your healing type. type is your star oh, seed, oh, soul right? Type? Soul type. Uh, oh, star seed. Yeah. yeah. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Are you a light being star seed or an embodied star seed, or have you had lives in both? I don't know, but what I've been told by. Um, clairvoyance is that as far as light is concerned, maybe this is off topic, but that I am like an airport. My light is very bright. Yep. So you're probably starting. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So let's see uh, what we can do. Okay. So here's the ultimate. So in, um, so we're asking source. So, so for Nan, the ideal lifetime is be able to do her soul mission with ease and grace and joy, not necessarily yeah. having all these bodily symptoms uh, in the process. Yeah. So is she allowed to do it that way? I'm getting yes. Okay, yeah. So you're allowed to be comfortable Yay. and do your soul mission. Is that true? I'm getting a yes. Good. Okay, so we got that settled. So, um, okay, so uh, is it possible, and for the highest degree, it's good for Nan not to feel these symptoms Right now, related to her soul mission. Yes. Okay. Is it possible and allowable that she not feel the symptoms for any other reason as well? Yes. Okay. Good. Is it? How about, uh, how about in the future? Challenge. In the question. future, I don't want to feel it. I've done it enough. <laughs> yeah, I may not be able to ask about the future, but um, is it? Mm. So we want to know the challenge here. Um, is any of her feeling this stuff in the past, as in like from a moment? you know, ago and beyond, uh, for the highest good. Yes. Okay. Is that because of her soul mission? No. Soul experience template? Yes. And soul evolution? No. Okay. So part of your soul experience template is part of why you feel the stuff that you feel. Now, do you know your soul experience template? What the one, two, three, or four things you ask to experience in this lifetime are? No, I don't. You don't know that? No. Okay. So, um, do you, I can't remember, do you muscle test or no? Uh, I do. I'm not hydrated, though. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, that's okay. 
Um, that is, uh, we, did, we worked on the full experience template. That's the Copacan Level 1 training, the, the standard version, and also in the Supercharger Healing Powers program online where we kind of went through detail. So just to summarize, the soul experience template is what you asked to experience in this timeline as a human. So it's like you getting your job description before you were born, okay, and you go through this, you know, this doorway, and on the other side of the doorway is like a, a, a playground, like, like you know, like um, with, you know, like bear go rounds and haunted houses, and it's basically a fairground. <laughs> and then you're asked, okay, so you're going to go to the playground of Earth, as a human, in a human body, what do you want to experience? You know you already have your mission, okay, but what do you want to have fun with, you know? And then you pick one to four things, usually it's one to four, uh, to experience. It could be you, you want the roller coaster, and you want to see what the fun house is like, and you want to see what the merry-go-round is like, and you want to see, you know, what the uh, horror house is like, for example, right? And it's just experience. Mm-hmm. So part of you is experiencing things because of one of these one to four things that you ask to experience. Um, yep. Now we can ask, are we allowed to know, because we don't have time for all four, but are, are we allowed to know what the one soul experience template you have that is contributing to this sensation, the, the burning, the sensitivity, et cetera? And getting a yes. Okay, so let's oh. see what that is. So experience template. I'm going to bring that up on my computer. Okay, did you ask, uh, how many do you have, by the way, in the timeline? One, two, three. Okay, so you have three out of the four. Four is usually max. So you have three things that you ask experience. Um, is this one related to the sensations you're talking about? Uh, an emotion, a feeling, an action, action. Okay. So did you ask the experience evolution, healing, receiving? Yes, so it's receiving. So something about receiving. What is it that you ask to receive? Everything? All possibility? No. Healing? No. Uh, acknowledgement? No. Mm. Templates? Mm-mm. Training? Mm-mm. Light? Oh, seriously? Okay, getting light. <laughs> okay. Uh, other than light? No. Okay, so you asked in this body and time to receive light while in a human body? Yes. Is that appropriate? Yes. Is that for your highest good? Yes. And that's related to the burning symptom? Yes. Now, do you need to have the actual symptom of burning in order to receive light? No. Okay. There's where we need to do some healing around. So what would be burning the most and sh- important Burning thing? and shrinking. Yeah. Yeah. What's the most important thing um, that we would help you with? Is it related to discernment? No. Okay. Honing your sensitivity as a superpower? No. Having healthy boundaries? Uh, yes. Okay. Something more uh, pivotal than that? Uh, yes. Um, grounding the light? No. Okay. Uh, converting the light? Nope. Translating? Nope. Transcribing? Nope. Holding, containing? Containing. Okay. Mm. Containing the light. Okay. So we're getting the word containing the light. So would that help you with your symptom of burning and sensitivity? Getting a yes. Okay, what about reactivity? How about like downgrading your reactivity to zero? Would that help too? Yes. What's more important, containing mm-hmm. the light or decreasing your reactivity? De- uh, containing the light. Okay. So actually, let's do the reactivity one first because this will help everyone on the call. So Great. we want to know, Fernand, what is your highest 
re- now this is in my autoimmune program, by the way. What is the highest reactivity score you have in any timeline to anything? Let's start with 10. 10, 9. Okay, 9 out of 10. Okay. And what is that too? Is it something in this timeline? Yes. So you're, re- you're reacting to something 9 out of 10, correct? Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. do we need to know what that is? No. Okay, do you have the positive morphic field of automatically downgrading or eliminating all reactivity to everything? No. Are you allowed to have that one? Yes. Okay, are other folks on the call also allowed to have that downloaded and activated to them? Yes. Now, Nan, you may need specific Great. ones for specific things, but we can download the main, the grand poobah, so to speak, the automatic alignment <laughs> activator to decrease your reactivity, and we'll check what it is after. So let's go ahead and do this for everyone. So it's now commanded that the automatic alignment activator that decreases or eliminates all reactivity to everything and everyone that you'd be, be exposed to in this or other timelines be downloaded and activated in you and all versions of you and all timelines where you exist and everyone else in the call. Highest and best way with ease and grace. Thank you. Okay, so let's check. Um, what is your highest reactivity at this moment in any timeline? Is it changed? Yes. We'll start with nine, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three. So three out of ten. Are you processing or something else needs to be held first? Okay, something else needs to be held first to get that lower. So let's do the, so we can't necessarily work on that next, but what about containing the light? Is that the process that's needed in order to decrease your activity? Getting a no. So there might be something else you need to know, Nan. But um, okay. so the containing of light, what part of you contains this light ideally? Your Dantian, your Haraline, Haraline. Any other part of you? No. How well can your Haraline fully contain this light optimally? 50, 40, 30, 20, about 20% optimal. Okay. So what do we Mm. need to do to help your Haraline, which is, by the way, for those on the call, they're like, what the heck's Haraline? It's like the power cord uh, in your energy body that goes from the top of your head to the base of your uh, sacrum. And your chakras, which are, you know, other energy centers in your body, communicate with the heart line. And the heart line receives energy from source above and earth below. And it's basically your main power conduit. So um, so do we need to evolve it? Yes. Okay. Is there something I need a three-prong three prong power line. <laughs> so we're going to do an evolutionary jump here. Okay. So you need the positive morphic field of an evolved heart line. Yes. Okay, and will we be able to keep that auto-evolving for you automatically without asking for it? I'm getting a yes. Good. Well, this will be helpful for everyone, too. So let's go do that. Great. These are terrific for everybody. Yes. Now, commanded that the positive morphic fields of the most evolved power line, whatever's for the highest and greatest good for each person, be downloaded and activated and used in the highest and best way, all directions of time and all timelines you exist with ease, speed, and grace. And we ask that all these positive morphic fields be auto-upgrading for whoever it is allowed for. So you do not have to re-download the newest version when we evolve and ascend. Let me know when that's done. Yes, okay, good. So let's check how optimal is your heart line now with regards to containing the light. 50, 80, 90, 100. Okay, good. So right now it's 100% optimal. And does uh, Nancy specifically have the... Uh, is allowed the positive morphic fields to auto upgrade this without her asking for it every day. Getting a yes. Okay, good. Excellent. So, um, do you, I, I don't know if you do, but do you feel anything right now, Nancy? I feel oh, happy. Yes, <laughs> I feel happy. I'm so happy. relieved. Happy to? Yeah. yeah, happy to. 
Yeah, I know sometimes healing types threes and fours, and for those that are new, healing types are like uh, there's one, two, three, and four, and we describe these in Celticane Healing as like what is your responsibility level as a soul in this timeline when you're embodied as a human. So those with healing types three and four are those that have higher jobs to do, so they're often healing for not just themselves, but for all of humanity or Mother Earth, for example, or the cosmos or, you know, galaxies or sometimes multiple universes or everything uh, in, in some of the type four cases. Uh, sometimes we get jobs related to the infinite, what I call the infinity verse, which is everything manifested. Um, and yeah, sometimes those are really tough jobs. So the reason that some people have tough jobs is because they're evolved to that level. So their soul asks for a challenge and we're always evolving. If we're not evolving, we're devolving. So we're always evolving. So if you have a tough time in this timeline, this body, it's because you're that evolved soul and you need to remember who you really are, connect back with, you know, the source of who you really are, get into that peace and understand that this is just one of many, many experiences in the grand scheme of things of your soul. We're playing here on earth. Um, and um, this is part of what you asked for because you are an evolved soul. You've already done easy. You know, that's what I tell them. You've already done easy. <laughs> so you get the harder job. But you, the job description sounds great when you're, you know, not embodied. <laughs> but then you get embodied. This is really hard. This is harder than I thought. But you can do it. And I know you can do it, man. I think that, um, you know, I appreciate you for, you know, keeping connected and up with the, you know, with the tribe and, and, you know, discovering things, searching things. And sometimes you're going to find answers that I'm not going to find or somebody else can't find because that's unique to you. And then you'll mm-hmm. be able to help a heck of a lot of people through those awarenesses, through managing your own, you know, energy field, uh, things like that. So sometimes we don't actually have to, quote, unquote, heal others. Sometimes just by healing ourselves, we create and reinforce positive blueprints that other people can do it too. And I know you know yeah. what that means, man. Yeah. I feel I need to do both, both. I'm here to do both. Yeah. Yeah, you probably And as soon are. as I get Some my career change like, underway, I hope to come to Omega and really deep dive oh, again into your that. work. Oh, I would love that. I would mm. so love that. Yeah. Mm. Great. I'm going to work on okay. it. Okay. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you. You are welcome. Um, So I'll just mute you here. So one of the things I've been working on is when I do my daily, you know, 20 minute meditation, when I first get out of bed in the morning, I do my stillness, observing internal movement, you know, do my homework, you know, and I go into that creative space where I can feel the vibration of my body and it gets my mind to stillness. I will then insert scenes of my future reality. And one of the scenes is seeing you guys, at Omega, you know, it's sunny. Of course, we do weather magic. So it's, it's sunny and it's, and it's warm and there's, you know, the beautiful fall colors. Uh, and we're having a blast and we're having so much fun. You know, we're in this beautiful hall and we get to, you know, interact with each other. We, you know, get to eat these amazing organic meals and be on the grounds and, you know, go to the, you know, the little temple meditation space or maybe a yoga class in between and, we are just, you know, so happy and peaceful. And here we are as a tribe learning and growing together. And so I see that, feel that uh, in my body, in my tissues, when I do my stillness meditation every morning. And um, I have no guarantee whether or not, you know, what happens at Omega is a success or not financially or like spiritually. Like I have no guarantee of that. My job is just to tell the universe this is what I want to experience. And I encourage all of you 
uh, to do the same. So again, if you're interested in checking out Omega, it's at karencan.com forward slash Omega. And then if you're interested in the Sensitive Soul program, it's sensitivesoulsos.com. And you can check out that uh, online um, self-healing program. And uh, we just finished the live version of it, uh, and it was such a blast. So, so, so great. Um, and uh, if you're new to our community and you don't know, you know, where to get some support, the best place, if you're brand new, haven't, you know, haven't tried anything of mine before, you know, is to go ahead and go to lightwarriornetwork.com and that forwards to the Facebook page, Light Warrior Network. Answer the three questions so we know that you're not just trying to, like, you know, um, interfere or something <laughs> so that you're appropriate for the group. Um, then we'll, you know, we have weekly activities there and we have mini healings there every month. Um, and that's just free, you know, for, for people to participate in. Uh, and then definitely get uh, the Clearing Protection Spray Formula and spray yourself as often as you can think of <laughs> when you're not feeling well. And that's at light, lightwarriorsupport.com. So look forward to the next show every Monday called Noon. We have a brand new show. And uh, I look forward to seeing you all at Omega. Yay. All right, guys. Lots of love. Bye for now. Thanks for all the questions. <laughs>